Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to. Today's movie we're going to be reviewing is Sorry About the Demon. It's a Shudder original. It's written and directed by Emily Haggins, starring John Michael Simpson, Jeff McQuitty, and Olivia Dukayen. I think I got it. Dukayen. We'll go with that. The plot is a young man struggling with a broken heart learns that his new place is full of restless spirits. So basically, he was living with his girlfriend, moved out, moved into a new place that has, you know, restless spirits, that type deal. And we're going to get all into that. Let's not waste any time. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think about Sorry About the Demon? Oh, boy. You ever heard that saying, you can't polish a turd? Oh, I'm I'm aware. Yeah, I know that saying. Well, this movie is that turd. This movie is what that saying was created for. Oh, is it? Like, is I, it... <laughs> I fucking struggled with this one. Okay, so you can't polish a turd with Sorry About the Demon. Why don't you go a little bit into detail on why this is... A shitty movie. The concept was like, it sounded cool. This dude, he breaks up with his girlfriend or whatever, and he gets this place that he moves into by himself because the people that live there, the ghosts, what, they possess these people's daughter that lived in this house before the main character. What is his name? Will. Yeah, Will. And the people who sold the house to him or rented him the house made a deal with the demon that they would sacrifice somebody to them if they would release the possession of their daughter. It was so great though, when the dad of this family that runs the house looks at his son like dead in the face and he says, you're the worst player on this team. Oh, that's he's right, that was- a piece of shit. Yeah, that was right before he, they were about to barter with the demon. Oh, that was funny, that was a good part. The bartering I thought was hysterical because they're just like, listen, if we get you someone else in here, you can have the spare room and we can have our daughter back and we all win. That type deal. I thought that was funny. The demon's just looking like, ah, oh, fine. And then it goes into the whole spiel with Will on a customer support call where I know this struggle more than anyone. I've been customer support for years. So as, when I see that, I'm like, oh, I know that struggle. He's on the phone trying to friggin' calm people down that didn't like the toothpaste or some bullshit. And uh, the whole time the girlfriend's just upset because he didn't go to a promotion dinner she had. That's when the breakup happens. He's on the phone trying to do that shit. She breaks up with him and he's trying to talk to her and them at the same time and she leaves. And that's kind of where the whole story starts, him moving out of there and into this house. So yeah, basically he moves into the house. And the Sellings family that got him in there that allowed him to rent a house, they friggin' they pieced out quick. That's like the only time I laughed at a movie. Yeah, it was that. And like I said, the bartering part, that was funny. And this was within the first two minutes, if that. There was like a chuckle here and there, but I feel like this kind of missed the mark when it came to comedy. It got to a point 
where this movie felt a lot like a rom-com with maybe some horror elements, but it was more funny than any sort of scariness happening to it. So he moves into the new house after breaking up with his girlfriend, and this is a fucking weird-ass house. The first thing I noticed, the TV in the middle of the living room. Did you see that thing? That was fucking weird. My aunt used to have one of those TVs, so it wasn't really that crazy to me. What was crazy is the positioning of it in the middle of the fucking room. Yeah, see, that's what I'm getting at. And also, I didn't see any fucking cords. Their cord cable management is, it's got to be top notch. That shit must be under the floor. I didn't see shit, but they right in the middle they of the room. They drilled right into the floor. They must have. They drill right into the floor, into the basement where the demon's digging his shit, whatever. So maybe that's how they're hiding all their fucking cables. They're ahead of their times when it comes to hiding cables for old ass tube TVs. It was very neatly organized. We'll say it that was. for the was. TV that was placed in the center of a room. My OCD was fucking screaming when I saw that. Oh my God. I saw that. And same here. My OCD was like, what the fuck? Why isn't that <laughs> against a wall? Why isn't that up on a wall? Why isn't it something? But <laughs> it's fucking stupid. We, it sound was so like, we sound like boomers. Is that what they say? We're boomers. Oh, we're definitely boomers. That would be our house if we were boomers. With the TV in the middle of the room? Probably. I mean, boomers had those weird setups. I know my grandmother's wow. setup at her house is fucking weird. There's nowhere to really put a TV. It's just like, okay, we all hang around two different rooms and do nothing. Granted, the TV in the movie was like from the 60s. And how do you put that thing on a wall? Yeah, that's true. But that TV, I bet, is a banger for fucking playing classic video games. Yeah, for sure. Isn't this movie like in present day too? Like why the fuck did they have that old ass TV? Will was using a flip phone for his customer service job. Like what the, what's a flip phone? It was, it was taking place in the modern day. I don't know why they're having such old technology. It was weird. And I guess Will was perfectly fine watching an old ass TV and he was watching some old shows on it. So did you notice that this dude had... I don't remember, like, back in the day, remember Razor cell phone, for example. Did they have aux jacks on them? Oh, yeah, they did. They did? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because this idiot was taking his toothpaste phone calls with his headset that was plugged into his cell phone. Which didn't make sense to me. I've been in customer support for quite some time. We don't do that shit. They don't just hand you a cell phone and be like, you're going to make all your calls on this. No, no. They use fucking computers and virtual machines and all that shit. Yep. So I don't know what the hell he was doing, what company he was working for. Well, obviously, it was a toothpaste company that apparently everyone thought tastes like shit. But and I don't think, I guess that's how they do business. They just that, use a freaking old ass cell phone and like, oh, this will work. We got this at Radio Shack. Yeah. So the first time he encounters one of these demons, he's in the kitchen making a cake. And what did he hear, like noise or something in his living room? So he grabs his spatula, like <laughs> as his defense weapon. A fucking I'm, spatula with cake frosting on it. Like he's going to fight a demon with it or a home intruder or something. Like, what are you going to do with that? I would think that he would flick the frosting into the demon's eyes and then maybe slow it down enough for him to round it out of the house. I think I might be overthinking it, though. Slow it down enough to roundhouse? Did you say roundhouse the demon? No, but that's an option. I said fucking get the fuck out of there, but... Roundhouse, maybe. I mean, he's a multi-talented type of person. He knows how to make cakes. He does woodworking, makes candles, all this shit. And His girlfriend was so mean to him. All this guy wanted to do was like make things with wood and she was being a little bitch about it. Yeah, I don't so get it. He gets this whole house to himself now because him and his girlfriend broke up and he mm -hmm. decides he's going to dedicate one of the rooms in this house to make it his workshop, his woodworking <laughs> yeah, his, his woodworking room. 
he's refinishing like a bureau or something or a dresser oh, yeah. or, or like some some sort of um thing with drawers in it yep and of course he gets a call from his ex-girlfriend now that she's going to be coming over and he's like oh shit so he's like getting ready he's getting all nice like dressed up makes a cake because that's like his thing he just makes cakes like crazy <laughs> And when he gets to the door and she's there, she actually is just dropping off like a, a shit ton of toothpaste that he left behind. Do you think this dude's first instinct would be to like get the lube ready or something? Because his like ex-girlfriend's going to come over. They're going to have angry sex or something. No, he makes a cake. Corey, my dude Will doesn't need that stuff. Doesn't need lube. He just, he just goes right in. Yeah, he's just he's good to go. She comes in and she's like, I'm good. Let's go. Pants hit the floor. Yep, just like that. Good to go. Good to rock and roll. No hesitation whatsoever. They're going to go bang on Will's workbench in his carpentry room. Yeah, just hardwood. Maybe, maybe smoke some Jabapo while they're in there. Take some Eddie's. Oh, God. No more Eddie's. No, no, a little Jabapo, a little Eddie's. Uh, I didn't do any of that today, surprisingly. What about yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I did Eddie's. <laughs> you have I don't know. I went to the store. Do you have an Eddie addiction? Yeah, a little bit. I just want to vibe, man. I just want to hang out and fucking be like melting into my couch. That's awesome. Yeah, just like, oh, that's we're going to incorporate that into the T-shirt somehow. Oh, yeah. You know what? Just have a couch in my face on it. My body's just completely flat looking like liquid on the couch and should be like so melted, bro. Wasn't there like a Wee's playhouse? There was a chair with a face on it. Oh, yeah, that was. Oh, fuck. Who was that? Cherry? I don't know. Let's oh, consult, I'm looking that up. Let's consult the internet. All right, Google. Let's see what Google has to say. It was Cherry. Fucking, my memory works no, slightly. No, ch- cherry. Oh, it was close. Speaking of that, remember that time we drove back from a show and we were listening to the Wee's Playhouse soundtrack while we were driving? Oh, yeah, I remember. That's, That's fucking a banger great. soundtrack. Dude, it's a banger show. I don't care what anyone says. You know what? Hate the... Artist, not the art. Sure, did Paul Rubens beat off in a movie theater? Okay, yeah, that's his thing, whatever. But did he put out fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse and it was the most entertaining fucking thing as a child? Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, he's forgiven. That's fine. People do stupid shit. And you know, who, okay, who's going into one of those theaters and it's clearly an adult theater and he's doing his thing and they're all, that's what those fucking theaters were meant for. And who do you think's going in there and being like, oh, I found Paul Rubens. I think I'm going to leave and go to the fucking, the press. It's like, okay, what were you doing in there to begin with? Wait a second. So he was beating his meat in an adult theater? Yeah, something like that. I think he was fucking wanging off in the, like an adult theater. Isn't that what you're supposed to do in a place like that? That's what I'm saying. Mm, there's got to be more to this story. I think I maybe need to console google a little bit and see what's going on but as far as i'm aware that's the story that i was informed yeah if someone knows the answer to that please tweet us or twitter us or twatter or whatever it's called you wouldn't believe how many people have messages me about winnie the pooh and especially dude the the score the guy that made the soundtrack reached out to us and he I said saw that about the boobs <laughs> and then my cousin actually was catching up on the podcast today and he texted me about it. Remember how we couldn't figure out why Eeyore and stuff weren't in it? Yeah, yeah. He says, Pooh and Piglet and Eeyore were the first ones created, so their rights shifted to public domain first. Tigger and the others were created later, so they haven't gone to public domain yet. Oh, okay. So do you think then a sequel, they have to wait until that goes to public domain and they're like, all right, let's fucking do this. 
Yeah. And then they have the whole gang there. Or Pooh and Piglet have already eaten Tigger. Oh, yeah. That would set up part two where uh, Piglet's dead, obviously, but Pooh, him and the boys are, he just ate them all because he was pissed off about humanity or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? But we're getting off topic. We're talking about a freaking previous movie at this point. And this, this could be uh, Sorry About Your Demon slash Blood and Honey. Blood and Honey. Okay. Part two. Blood and Honey in the Big Playhouse. <laughs> we're just talking all sorts of fucking kid type shit now. And neither one of us are on anything right now, just so everyone knows. No. No, not at all. I'm not even drinking alcohol during this recording here. I'm drinking a nice brisk lemon iced tea. Oh, brisk iced tea. You remember those commercials? The fucking guys with the big heads, I think. No. It's brisk, baby. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. You know what? I think the only people that are going to fucking get any of these damn jokes have to be my age. They're going to be like, I remember when Frank Sinatra said, it's brisk, baby. Dude, you know what I learned the other day about Frank Sinatra? He had his own Jack Daniels, like his own special edition Jack Daniels. We're fucking up. Where is it? I don't know, but I saw it online and it's not cheap. I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it's stopped production and it's been sitting around for the past 30 years. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they made it later on, but yeah, it was existed. Someone made money off of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure. So we're getting off topic. Let's go back. So Will does the whole cake thing. That's his thing. It's funny. So after like the girlfriend and all that shit, he starts to find out about the demons and they start making themselves known and the main demon diomanos 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 i don't know what's diomanos that's right diomanos listen get your fucking demon name right dude come on okay i'll get my demons correct diomanos okay so diomanos which i think is probably just real basic like oh it's gonna be demon but we're gonna add an os at the end to make it sound like it's fucking snazzy denominus Deominous. Demonymous. Deominous. Demonymous. Yeah. We should like just how many wrong ways we can say this. Yeah. Denominous. Deominous. Demonous. I think that might. Deominous. (laughs) (laughs) We're just saying it all different ways now. Deomonous. Deomonous. Deominous. Demonymous. Like we're just going to keep saying it wrong every single way possible. All right. Okay. So per my girlfriend. Deominous is how it's pronounced. Okay. I'm gonna but I'm gonna go Deominous and Deominous. Demonymous. Demonymous. Da, 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 da. Demonymous. <laughs> so dude, this was actually kind of funny, this part in the movie. When Will the little kid ghost was playing piano and Will was getting pissed because the kid played piano better than him. Oh yeah, and he was just like boom dun da dun da dun da Oh, what yeah, is it? that's the ice cream truck noise, isn't it? Wait a second. Is that the ice cream truck sound? I might have gotten this song wrong. Whatever. But basically, there was a funny part where Will's like, best half a lesson I've ever taken. Because he only did like a few notes of the piano. But yeah, the kid fucking was shredding. Yep. Dead kid. Fucking dead kid shredding. Just fucking, I don't know. Just playing piano like crazy. I don't know what the, what do they call them? Pianists? No, those are like people that play pianos. P- penis? Pianist. Penis. Pianist. 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 Oh boy, I just typed that into Google and the wrong website came up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> pianist. <laughs> I think it's pianist. Yes, it's pianist. I'm just being yes. a fucking asshole pianist. right now. Pianist. Not penis. It's not penist. Penist. Not penis. Pianist. Pianist. Okay, Pianist. let's. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 
half so, an hour of this episode is us trying to pronounce words. Yeah, basically. So yeah, kids ripping on the fucking piano. Will sucks. The demon even thinks he sucks because the demon's like, I can't possess you. I can't possess Will's soul. Whatever. And I think I'd be a little pissed off if demons like, fuck, your soul is shitty. I'm not going to possess it. I'd be like, what's wrong with my soul? What the fuck? So there were other funny parts in this. I remember there was one where Will was at his ex-girlfriend's house because all the demons made themselves aware and the demon wouldn't eat his soul. So he went to his girlfriend's house. He picked up a rock and was about to smash the window open because he was locked out. And his ex-girlfriend shows up with a new guy. He throws the rock. And I love that, like, little idiosyncrasies in movies. And in the background, you slightly hear a car skidding out, which I'm thinking you threw the rock, the car skidded out, it crashed. But you didn't hear it crash down. So I thought that was funny. There were some other things in here that I thought were funny as well or had missed opportunities. I remember there was one scene where he went into the kitchen and he's being careful because the demons are fucking all over the place and they're not making themselves shown at the moment. So he's walking in, he's in the kitchen, just freaking tiptoeing. And all of a sudden, all the cabinets and everything opened up, scaring the shit out of him. But things like that, I thought were funny. There was also some fucking cereal that he was getting. Didn't put the shit away. Could have been Terrios, the fucking Terrifier O's. Uh, Yeah, I thought the same thing when I saw that. But the Terrifier O's? Yeah. Prime opportunity to have that bad boy in there. Yep, missed that one. Yep. But missed opportunity on getting Terrifier O's on the cereal. And ultimately, this movie, in my opinion, didn't really feel like a Shudder film. It felt more like a bad Netflix horror comedy. It really like, was. I could see that. Yeah, because we'll call them chick flicks. Joanne even watched this with me because she enjoyed the story. Yeah, and when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, that seems funny. Sounds like I'd probably be interested in it. And there were some parts that I thought were good. There were some parts that kind of just pissed me off. Uh, when he was making dinner for his ex-girlfriend who decided to come by to check on him after a demon broke his arm, which fucking grossed you out. Yeah, that that's what yeah, it was like a what do they call that? A compound fracture? Yeah, that's a compound fracture where that shit was poking out. Uh, it was gross. When I saw the break, I'm like, oh, damn it. Why the broken bones? Especially when it's like snap and you just see it happen. Oh, fucking gnarly. I got a lot of um. Dead Space. What the fuck's that movie called that we watched? Dead something. Deadstream. I got a lot of Deadstream vibes from this too. Like it tried to be Deadstream. Oh yeah. I, I bet you anything Shutter probably saw that Screenbox had Deadstream and they're like, we need some comedy, horror comedy in our mix. And they friggin' probably picked this thing up and I don't know how much they paid for it, but I think they paid a little too much. I hope it was. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope <laughs> I hope it actually was like free. Yeah, Tree better- Fitty. Tree Fitty. Yeah, they better have paid a pat on the back for this. Yeah. or No, promotion. You know, that like, oh, you made a movie? We'll put it on our streaming service and promote you. And they're like, what about the money? Oh, it's great for promotion. It's a budget on this thing because there were a lot of people in the movie. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of visual effects. I thought the visual effects were good, at least. The makeup was great. The acting, not so great. But there were some elements that I could think of as redeeming. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Did you get vibes of the voice box from De- Demonomius or whatever the fuck? Demonos. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was Ghost, ghost face. Yeah, I got a little bit of that. I'm sure there was some sort of voice box action going on, but it wasn't. We actually just looked it up. It was a real person voicing Deominus. 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 
Demonimus. You, Deominus. De- you said it right, I think. I did, but I just feel like saying it wrong again. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's tuned out at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just crickets. No one's listening. Well, no one's listening right now anyways. This is going to be fucking edited to death. Yeah. But, um, the ending, I thought, was a little weird. Um, so we get to the ending. Basically, they're trying to cleanse the house, trying to get Deominus out of there. Deominus possessed Will's ex-girlfriend, and she's trying to dig a hole to hell. And Will's trying to, like, offer her closure, like, after the breakup and talking to Deominus. And Deominus lets her go, but then possesses the little girl from the Sellings family. And both... Will's ex-girlfriend and the little girl somehow make it into the hole of hell. And to close it up, they used that bad toothpaste that Will was actually doing customer support for. And apparently it just friggin' cleansed that whole thing and closed off that portal to hell. Is there a secret with toothpaste that they haven't been telling us? Like we can use it to stop bad things from happening? Bad things? Maybe. I've heard all sorts of weird shit for toothpaste. Like if I see you, if I see you coming towards me, can I like squirt toothpaste at you to make it stop? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've heard some weird shit with toothpaste. I heard that if you have a zit and you put some toothpaste on, it dries it out. I've heard you can use it for fucking cleaning surfaces, all sorts of stupid shit. Dude, you know what I used to do back in the day when like CDs were still a thing? You could use toothpaste to fill the scratches in CDs. Oh my God, that's another one. I forgot all about it. It works? Oh, absolutely. Fuck does that work? That's just like, I'm going to put a freaking foreign substance inside these scratches and it won't be fine. Yeah, I'll continue to play Abominable Putridity. No problem. I'm going to go take one of the summon CDs and I'm going to drag a paperclip across it. Oh wait, I don't even have a CD player. That won't work. I don't even have a CD player. I go in my car. I'm like, I would like to listen to the CD. And I go, fuck, I can't. I got to find somebody that has a CD player so I can scratch a summon CD to shit and then polish it with some toothpaste and see if it works. We'll see if it works. I'm telling you, it worked for me when I was younger. It was a thing. Yeah. Hey, if you want to try multiple times, I've got a thousand summon CDs just hanging out, waiting to fucking go somewhere. They're in my car right now. Just waiting to be scratched. Just waiting to be scratched. Why do you why do you have a thousand summon CDs in your car? Because it was cheaper to get a thousand than it was five hundred. So I'm like, okay. Um, what? Well, yeah, per CD. Because it was, it was like a dollar ni- thousand? Well, yeah, it was a dollar ninety-seven per CD. So one thousand one hundred and ninety-seven dollars versus it was like two something a CD if you got five hundred. So it was like for an extra fifty dollars, I think you got a like five hundred more CDs. That's not adding up, but I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, I know it was kind of weird. So I'm like, I might as well just get the thousand. Fuck it. Would yeah. you find this deal on a Facebook sponsored ad? Like, what the fuck? Wish they started doing <laughs> ads. Which <laughs> is like, we'll press your CDs. Okay, let's do this. But never again. Not pressing any more CDs. Well, actually, I might press a few for like upcoming releases or something. But never pressing a thousand again. You know how hard it is to push a thousand CDs? Not easy. Not when people like me, like, dude, I bought your CD, the last one, and I bought the new drive-by record and it got to my house and I was like, I have no way to listen to this. <laughs> exactly. I have no way to play CDs. Neither do you. I might buy CDs as a collectible thing, but CDs are not going to be a collectible thing. I don't think they will. If they are, it's going to be 50 years from now. That's when it's going to be a thing. But right I think- now... Only CD that I own is right in front of me, attached to my wall, and it is a autographed Taylor Swift CD. See, now that's different. 
That is an autographed piece of memorabilia you have there, as opposed to just a CD. Yeah. So that's wrapped in the wrapping yeah, yeah. too. So see, that's different. But if we're talking just regular CDs, I don't go out of my way to get them anymore. But you know what I have been doing lately? Blu-rays and DVDs. I've been getting back into those. Well, why? Why not? Hey, Actually, right. yeah, I've been collecting steelbooks. That's what I've been doing lately. Dude, I have Rambo. The Rambo collection, it came in a, like a really nice steelbook. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, 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 the whole series. Box. Oh, wait, I haven't seen the knife-shaped box, but... I'm sure that's fucking sick as hell. Yeah, it's in my house somewhere. Oh, man, that's nice. What did I pick up recently? Oh, and I'm on a 4K kick as well. I've been p- picking up some 4K Blu-rays, which yep. obviously is just less compression, I'm sure, and better quality. But I also just got, it's the Evil Dead collection. So it's got Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, and Ash versus the Evil Dead, this whole series on Blu-ray. But the two movies are in 4K. And it's like this sick fucking booklet thing it's got like this whole book inside with all the cds and some artwork it's fucking crazy dude and i got the thing for 40 bucks that's cool yeah it usually costs 70 damn I just, yeah i just found it at some random freaking secondhand store it still had the wrapping on it i was like yeah i'll take this for fucking 40 dollars. thank you throw it on ebay sell it for more i've thought about it and we were actually looking at that idea of maybe selling it but i'm like you know i love this movie too much why sell it for double when i fucking love it yeah, true. So yeah, I've been on that 4K kick. I've been on the Steelbook kick, and I got some crazy shit. I've got, what's the movie of Roddy Reddy Piper? Help me out here. God, I can see the cover. Yes, I know you can see the cover. It's, oh, fuck. What is it? It's a sci-fi movie. Why am I drawing such a blank on this? They live. They live, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just got that on 4K Steelbook. Huh, that's cool. You're going to get Piper to autograph it? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yo, bro, like, digging like, just digging up his grave. Hey, I need you to do me a quick favor. I met him at uh, Rock and Shock one year. Oh, did you? That's... Yeah, like, I think that was the same year he shit the bed. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But let's get back into the movie real quick, because basically we're wrapping this thing up. Essentially, after the portal of hell is closed via the toothpaste, the ghosts are at peace, living in the house forever. Pretty much, that's it. They have an anniversary party the next year. The Sellers family actually signed the ownership over to Will. The demons are fine at this point. There's no Diominus or Diominus. That's how it ends. They all live just harmoniously. And we lived in harmony. And lived in harmony. Exactly. Just like Will in Bambi. Oh, wait. Never mind. No, that wasn't a harmony type thing. I think, uh, you know, that was a dead deer thing. <laughs> dead deers. Yeah. Dead deers. Just, yeah. Rough watch. Let's go into the final scores. Corey, what do you give this movie? Had to think long and hard about this. Oh, no, you didn't? Yeah, not at all. One out of five dead kids. This movie was shit. It's, cla- it's classified as a horror comedy, but I probably laughed once. The acting was fucking trash. The music sucked. Fuck this movie and fuck the director. I hate it. Yeah, I didn't like this movie at all. There were redeeming qualities to it. I'll be the first to admit it. I enjoy rom-coms, but this was like, I don't know what they were trying to do. I think it was like a kind of a dark comedy. This was not the Notebook. Like, it wasn't even close. No, I mean, well, Notebook isn't a rom-com at all. When I think rom, no, when I think rom-com, I think fucking Failure to Launch or Hitch. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Exactly. That's another rom-com. All right, fine. But I mean. Proceed. Proceed. Well. Fucking notebook is a drama. So I don't think it really knew what to do because there was a half hour easy where I was like, what the fuck is happening? Actually, 
over an hour in, nothing scary happened whatsoever. I dozed off a couple of times. I'm not going to even lie. Like the part where you're talking about that dude throwing a rock when it is screeching tires. I don't remember that at all. And I watched this movie less than 24 hours ago. Oh my God. Yeah. So it quite, <laughs> quite an unforgettable movie. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Quite a forgettable movie. It not is much to it. It actually is unforgettable because it's dog shit. Well, yeah. Okay. So in that it's case, both. unforgettable, you're just going to remember to never watch it again because it was a fucking waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. I was bored actually. And if the listeners read my notes halfway through this, I said, unless this movie picks up soon, two out of five score. And then, <laughs> and then your score dropped. It dropped, it dropped to a 1.9 out of five for me. I gave it at least a little credit with the makeup looked good. There were some parts that made me chuckle, but overall I was bored. It was boring. I was watching my girlfriend where she's like, is anything going to fucking happen in this movie? This is boring. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck? So I felt like my time was wasted. So I'll go with 1.9 out of 5 because I've definitely seen worse, but I felt like it was a waste of my time. Absolutely. I never want to see it again. Yeah, I'm good. Someone says to me, hey, should I check this out? I'll just flat out say no. It's you should say, listen to this episode of 30 Screams or Less where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I think what also gave me a freaking point score less for this, when he was making dinner for his ex-girlfriend, he made spaghetti sauce. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it looked like soup. It was the <laughs> runniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I was offended. Dude, like, bro, put some fucking tomato paste in there. Give it some body. Come on. Oh my it looked, God. Like, there was looked no like it just came out of the kitchen sink. Even ketchup has more body than that. It probably would have tasted even better than whatever the fuck he just made. Yeah, dude, you are not going to get laid with that shit. No, no. She's going to be like, oh, she's going to leave is... and go to Olive Garden, which is worse than what you made somehow. But still. Yeah. I mean, ragu sauce. That's runny. Whatever this was, like, it just looked like red water. Yeah, Will, learn how to make a fucking spaghetti sauce, dude. Go on fucking YouTube or something. If this is present, wait, no, you said it was in the 60s or some shit. So he doesn't even know what YouTube is yet. It's not even in the 60s because he had a cell phone, at least. The cell phone wasn't a smartphone by anything. I I didn't see any smartphones in this, so. No, he had a razor. The razor, yeah. The razor, not the new razor, right? It's like the old razor, the old yeah. flip. Okay. Yeah, so this might have been taking place in the 90s, early 2000s. I don't know. It was hard to judge the time frame on it because there were so many conflicting, different-looking elements. And it just, I don't know, it missed the mark for me. There was nothing really I liked about it. I didn't even write a review about it on Letterboxd. I hated it so much. Oh, my God. That, you know it's bad when you don't even give it a one on Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. I see your reviews sometimes on Letterboxd, and I just wish for you to every time say, I'd like this movie better if it was Terminator. I did say that once, right? You said it once, but now I'm expecting it for every single movie review. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. Cool. Because like you could review this movie on Letterboxd and be like, I like this movie better when it was called Terminator. Did you read my one for uh, the new Ant-Man movie? Yes. Can't remember what it said, though. But you know what? This is a movie podcast, too. What did you say on that? So I watched this Saturday night and I gave it a one dead kid and I said, this was shit. I understand it was mainly a film to introduce Kang as the next big villain in the next phase of the Avengers universe, but Jonathan Majors is about to get himself canceled and recast. So I couldn't get behind this monstrosity at all. Oh, that's right. Some shit's going down with him regarding marital abuse or something like that, which is fucked up. But yeah, that really, 
that really throws a wrench in the works when it comes to casting. Let me tell you. I was reading today that the judge granted like a restraining order against him for his girlfriend or ex or whatever she is. Oh my God. Jeez. You know, when that happens, shit's about to hit the fucking fan. Yeah. Marvel's not going to recast him because uh, they put too much money into him. And I feel like he's going to get the same treatment as Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller does a bunch of shit and they just sort of forget about it. Oh yeah. Give it time. That's what happened. Ezra Miller is fucking nuts. He's out of his mind. Clearly. I mean, he broke into someone's house while they were sleeping and just yelled at them. Yep. He did That's something it. in Vermont too. Oh, I'm not surprised. He's I think doing it was shit every invasion. Yeah. Wasn't that the one? Oh no. The one where he broke into people's house and yelled at them. I think that was in Hawaii, but he's nuts. Give it time. He'll, uh, well, actually he's already bouncing back. He's doing the fucking flash. Yeah. But I was reading that they're, they're rebooting that whole universe anyway. So it's not like it matters. The flash is going to come out and then they're going to reboot the whole thing. Oh my God. Just fucking, no matter how many times you reboot DC, it's not going to fucking happen. No, it just you, isn't working. Just like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you can't possibly polish a turd. No. And yeah, you can't polish this turd, which is fucking sorry about your demon. We can't get behind it. Neither of us, Corey and I are pretty much on the same page with this. I was a little nicer about my review because I gave it some points, but ultimately if I didn't give it those points, it, same deal. I would have been a one out of five. I'm surprised you even gave it a 1.9, honestly. I didn't want to give it a full two because I feel like that was giving it more credit than it deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Sorry, Shudder. Uh, no, just a flop, Shudder. Sorry. Yeah. It's what it is. They can't all be fucking great. They can't be Terrifier 2s. They can't all be great. You got to have bad movies to realize what movie is fantastic. Yeah. They can't all be uh, Speak No Evil. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Which they're remaking already when it's not even a year old. I saw that. There's no reason for it. It's not even in, like, you can, this is the stupid thing, because it's in English. You can understand the majority of it. There's some parts where it's not in English, but there's subtitles for that. It's stupid. Why even do it again in English is ridiculous. My only reasoning, I would think, is that they wanted to cast it. They thought it maybe did well, so they want to get bring in an American actor quote, end quote, American actor, because I'm pretty sure he's not American at all. James McAvoy? Yeah. He's not American, is he? I don't know. I think he's British. Scottish. Scottish. Let's see. Scottish actor. Or do you so. think I was lying? No, I just wanted to see. Did you think Google was lying? Yeah, I thought Google was lying. It's on the, if it's on Google, it's true. Come on, man. Uh, oh, that's right. Shit, he's got four years on me? Oh, my God. And I'm taller. Let's fucking go. You just told everyone how old you were. No, I didn't. I told, I, oh, wait, yes, I did, because I said four years older than me. Eh, fucking, <laughs> Edit. Whatever. Edit. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm sure when that comes out, we'll review it, and maybe we'll give it the same exact score as the initial one. But I don't want to fucking see a kid's tongue get cut out with the play school scissors, but it's probably going to happen. We're gonna I see feel that like that's not going to happen in the American version, or if it does, it's going to be, like, very watered down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be seeing kids getting their fucking tongues cut out in the U.S. I don't think so, at least. They'll probably do change them for adults or something. Like, I, I don't know. They'll probably do something like they'll burn his tongue, whatever, and they can't do shit. They won't go that absurd. No. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe they're true to the original. All right. But with that in mind, I think we can wrap this thing up here because I'm pretty much done talking about this movie. Yeah. Not I don't have anything else to say about it. 
yeah, I don't have anything else good to say about it. So everyone, be sure to like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review and whatnot on all podcast platforms so we can get more exposure and also be sure to tell your friends. We're also a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Be sure to visit shiningwizardsnetwork.com. They got a whole slew of awesome podcasts to listen to in their network, so definitely go check that out. Also, visit 30screamsorless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes. And if there's anything you want us to review, send us an email to 30screamsorless at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Use the hashtag 30screamsorless and we'll talk that way. Has so, anyone ever actually done that? I've seen some people using the hashtag 30screamsorless, but I'd like to see more. And that's why I think everyone listening to this should use that. Cool. Yes. So we'll see. I've been using it. So, uh, yeah. But you don't count. No, I don't count. Whatever. It's fine. So with that in mind, everyone, I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And thanks for listening to 30 Screams or Less. And I guess Will was perfectly fine watching an old ass TV and he was watching some old shows on it. But now you've got me thinking, did this take place in like the fucking seventies or eighties? Cause he was watching some old shit on an old TV and using an old phone. Actually, I'm an idiot because they didn't have cell phones in the fucking seventies. Hey, good catch. Yeah. Good catch. So <laughs> oh, I hope that picks up. We're not I just really, we're fucking dead air. Oh my God. I, I hope it's dead air. <laughs>